This is the Prayer and Push-Ups Podcast, healthy living for the mind, body, and soul. My name is Ben Talugan. I am here, as almost always, with my co-host, Neil, the giant ginger Maxwell, who is currently, like, rotating his wrist with, like, a two-pound weight. So this <laughs> dude, this is this is some serious strength training we got going on here. Always Welcome to the gym. Indeed. Indeed. It is, it is, oh my gosh, it is good to be in the gym. So Neil and I have been spending far too much time here chatting prior to recording. Uh, we've done all of our catching up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so suffice it to say, we've both had very long weeks this week. Um, yeah. uh, working out has not gone as hoped uh, for either of us. Um, One good day. Yeah, I had a One. very good day on Monday. That was, I, it was good. I started my week beautifully, and it was just all downhill from there. Just a giant dumpster fire rolling downhill. I, I don't know if mine, if I could say mine is a dumpster fire because I have stuck with my prayer this week. I have okay. gotten, I have gotten my weighted rosary walks in every morning. Mm-hmm. I put on my my weight vest and I go out and I I walk the neighborhood and pray a rosary, um, which I've been doing that now. I originally started. I was walking. Uh, paths from a park near not too far from our house I would walk the path until I got done praying the rosary and then I would turn around and run back and I did that for two days and then the weather got really nice and warm and then it got really cold again and the paths got a little hazardous for running So I decided against the running for the time being because I don't want to slip and break my neck in the process of running back. Sure. Um, Especially with the weight, but, it throws you off balance a bit. Well, I did, I wasn't wearing the vest when I did that. I introduced the vest because I I lost the running. So there you go. There you go. But yeah, so there that's been really good. And this morning, I have to say, thirty two degrees, dark and quiet at five o'clock in the morning out walking it was beautiful not a normal not a normal january morning in minnesota (laughs) not normal uh no i made the decision to start doing this was like all right i gotta get i'm I'm gonna do this no matter what the weather no matter how cold it gets i am gonna bundle i don't care if it's 20 below i'm gonna get out there and i am going to be hoofing it and i'm gonna pray a rosary outside every morning yeah and god has been blessing me with you know literally temperatures that are 20 30 40 50 degrees warmer than they normally would be at this time of year well snow's coming today we'll see how that goes next couple days yeah well we got some snow we got some snow today we'll probably get some more tomorrow but i just heard that the it's like snow then the vortex is coming in or whatever like yeah i hear it's here it's going to be changing, so I've been enjoying it while I can. But beginning right. the prayer time is just not getting in the gym like I want to. I uh, had plans to yesterday. Had to take care of something that came up that I wasn't expecting. Then I tried to. I was going to do it after work. I got home and my wife was really not feeling well, so I was taking care of her. And then it was just I still didn't get to bed till midnight. It was just too late to try to get down to the gym. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. No, taking care of taking care of wives under the conditions that they they are currently under is a, yeah is a challenge right um, <laughs> mm-hmm. the uh um i would say uh, yeah okay maybe a, maybe dumpster fire is a hyperbole for me but i would just say like 
it's it's just a lot. It's just it's just a it's lot. It's been and, a rough week. Um, and but you've I would already say worked wise, like you've already worked like fifty hours this week, right? <laughs> yeah. No, for, 40. Well, do they include Sunday? Do you include Sunday? Like, when does your week start technically? I say Sunday's the first day of the week. That's 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 okay. the way that's the way it works. I'd say probably like forty, <clears throat> at least forty-two hours, right? Okay. So like forty-two hours, but I still have like programming tomorrow night. I, I have programming uh, Friday night and Sunday. So like, yeah, I still have another like ten hours worth of stuff. Well, you can't count Sunday on both ends though. <laughs> okay so i mean i'll work a 50 i'll work a 50 hour week yeah. but i tell you what it was that on top of like kids and um, oh i hear you and that, a 50 hour week is nothing nothing to scoff at yeah so i don't know i just i feel lame saying a 50 hour week's a long week so imagine all those small business owners who are like right but working. those small business owners aren't dealing with children for a majority of that time as in like unless teaching they want a daycare um, yeah <laughs> anyways all right we're taking too long in the intro we Uh, are we're taking too long in the intro all right all right uh all i'll say is that the prayer i didn't lack in my prayer i have to make sure i'm still doing the bible in a year thing and i'm still getting my my bible in and my prayer time in so that's been been pretty good it's it's been really fruitful so like yeah thank goodness it's been there because i can't imagine what it would have been if i didn't have that you know yeah Um, and just a quick plug if you haven't been listening to father mike's bible in a year who are you? It's very much worth it. It's the number one podcast in the country of all podcasts, period. On Apple. On, App- on Apple. I, I heard it was period. Like, oh, like overall, it's the number one most listened to podcast. I don't know. Maybe it is just on Apple. But uh, yeah, uh, my wife and I, we started late, so we're still playing catch up. We're doing two a day right now, um, trying to get caught up. But uh, very good, very insightful. Um, yeah, excellent. So anyway, that is a warm up. We are very warmed up. We're ready to go. Blood's pumping. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> moving it to two pound weight, uh, or is that one lighter now? Is that a different one? That's oh, same one. That's the same one. Okay. Same one. Uh, so for our our actual substance tonight, what are we what are we getting into? uh we're getting into back to the basics so since we're uh back in the new year was our second episode uh on this side of the this side of the year just wanted to go back to what are just like kind of review for everyone and if this doesn't like speak to you i'm sorry but like i guess it's for like um maybe someone who's just picked up this podcast someone who's brand new um to trying to get back into fitness and and health spiritually and physically we're gonna do two episodes one on what's the basics of your physical life and what's the basics of your spiritual life. Now, preface, body, soul, composite. So like, you know, they're not mutually exclusive to be right. one another in topic, but it's just an easy way to categorize it. Um, so I don't want to necessarily be like, um, I don't know, do list or, or do listic about it or whatever. Like they're separated right. from one another. I right. think they're, they're all important. No, but um, we, we are human people and we like to break things into categories. So it, it makes sense that, there would be these two, it is one thing, but it's two sides of the one thing. Kind of like my wife and I are one, but yet we have different personalities and different things. But yet, yes, both of us need to be cared for in order for the marriage to work. We both need to have, you know, be healthy and living well and 
Um, yeah. Anyway, this analogy is falling apart. Um. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Well, I mean, I mean, everyone knows. I mean, everyone knows the old, like the old you know, <clears throat> shtick: happy wife, happy life, or whatever. And I can't, you know, I can't imagine that any wife would be happy with a miserable husband. But right, you know, so like it's it's, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, so we're gonna talk about uh, six basic things about what's the ba- basics of your physical health. Um, six six simple things that you can pay attention pay attention to. And if you make an improvement in any one of these categories, I mean, that's just one more step further on your path to like sustainable health, healthy living uh, during this life. So um, do we want to go in the order that we have it written on our little sheet? Is that good? Yes. And actually the very first one, you said, you apologize to people, said to people, if this doesn't speak to you, I'm sorry, but the, our very first thing speaks to me very loudly because it's the one that I struggle with the most uh and that is sleep okay oh so, uh, i forgot we're breaking these into five minute segments aren't we so go yeah, no, no, timer starts so it is oh, five okay. minutes as soon as this five minutes is done we are not talking about sleep anymore all right so here's the thing you need to get a good amount of sleep so that your body has the rest that it needs so that it can keep going now there's mm-hmm. a bunch of different research out there about how that sleep should be uh, received by your body whether it's supposed to be eight hours in one big chunk or if it should be multiple chunks there is actually quite a bit of research out there saying that you should live like a farmer's life. And that is you sleep like four to five hours at night and then take a good two to three hour long nap in the afternoon between chore sections. Mm-hmm. I and, Okay. But, I mean, I agree. I, okay. I've seen some of the, I mean, I agree with the nap idea. I still believe that you should sleep. Uh, uh, my, my thing is it's, I'm always uh, a fan of, of a nap. What's I'm oh, everyone's a fan of a nap. Everyone's a fan of a nap. My Except thing, yeah, it depends. Go, depends. go, 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 go. Yeah, something in mid sentence. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, sleep hygiene is very important. So if you like want to Google, just like okay, what is sleep hygiene? Which essentially, you know, by the time like you should not be looking at blue light, blue light by the time the sun goes down, right? So all of your electronic devices should have the yellow blocker on, or you should, if we're looking at screens as much as we are, um, either don't or get uh, blue blocker lenses blue locker lenses for uh um your glasses or sunglasses or, or blue locker glasses and um or turn all the blue life off on all of your electronic devices very important to do now quick um, question you say when the sun goes down now that changes yeah. based on time of year yeah so in the summer the sun doesn't go down until after 9 p.m sure but like this time of year the sun is gone by what like 4 30 yeah, I mean, okay. I would say even during the summer, I would say during the summers, keep it to. I, I would. Say, there's probably some people that have different recommendations. I would say in the summers, probably keep it to like an hour before sunset. Um, in the during the summertime, but like I agree, I would say that yes, absolutely during you know the evening because one of the things is like your body accumulates um, sleep hormone that's like boggling my mind, or I can't remember right this off the top of my head. Um, over time, and then the blue light blocks the development of the melatonin um mm. blocks the development of the buildup of melatonin gradually because it still thinks it's daytime and as it gets darker it's your body starts to build melatonin so you actually get sleepy and so you're basically throwing that all into whack with the uh, fluorescent lights and blue lights and all this other like screens and all sorts of things like that so that's very important you want to make sure that you're the room that you're in is cool is is a very cool room cool temperature um and it's as dark as possible so you want to get nice blocking shades uh, if at all possible. And then, mm-hmm. um, 
try to make sure that you sleep all the way through. Because one of the things most people aren't able to do or aren't able is to actually look at the length of their circadian rhythms to actually go through how, mm-hmm. what's it, how long it actually takes them to go through their sleep cycles. Mm-hmm. Go through their sleep cycles. Because I think a guy like you who's been in the military for forever, or not forever, will go in the military and live the military sleep schedule, essentially, mm-hmm. of like sleep when you not. can and sleep short amounts, right? Yeah. Like sleep more efficiently kind of thing. Um, that's literally what your body ends up doing is it ends up, you know, typically it's an hour and a half cycle that then gets shortened over time due to necessity. But I'm not sure. I didn't see necessarily studies of like what's that its effect on longevity kind of thing. You know, there are like different like recovery factors. Um, but you basically need to be able to actually get your, your sleep cycles in. And so typical person that's eight to nine hours is what it actually takes to get the um, necessary hour and a half sleep cycles in, uh, which would be four, five, five cycles, five, five, six cycles, I think. Okay. Right. Is what you need. Um, for remembering my sleep study class from <laughs> university. Um, and, um, the things that I don't use for my, in my actual job, right. The psychology courses I take <laughs> for my job. Um, how much and, time we got left? We got, uh, we're actually, we're doing okay. We got 45 seconds. Okay. Real quick, before we run out of time, then another thing that I do want to say about sleep and a beneficial thing for sleep is sleep with your phone in a different room. So many of us have this habit of sleeping with our phone next to our bed. And Mm -hmm. that is a great way to stare at a screen last thing before you go to bed. Yep. Um, So if you sleep with it, I started doing this finally, uh, not actually all that long ago. And I started leaving my phone plugged in in the kitchen when I went to bed at night. And mm. I, I have actually been sleeping better. Um, oh, yeah, no, and even just mentally, it's better for me. I don't get caught up. I, I go to sleep faster because I'm yeah. not caught up looking at my phone and just not turning the light out. Uh, mm. Another thing is that can help with that blue light. Rather than looking at your phone or even at a Kindle or something, read a book. And we're I'm done. All right. I'm done. Next topic, starting, already started, uh, hydration. Hydration. Again, military military lesson, drink water, change your socks, live forever. Enough said. <laughs> Move on to the next topic. No. I mean, well, okay, we can do a little more than that. We can do a little more than that. Because I think, I think <laughs> well, I think, because hydration has multi-factors. I think, I think multiple factors. I think, because, like, the whole, like, everyone's kind of heard that, like, eight cups a day. Then everyone's heard, like, eight cups a day was one dude yeah. measuring the yeah, pH balance of his urine, which actually has nothing to do with uh, health health factors. And so everyone's kind of like, well, what's the actual right amount of water to do? And, like, there's this, you know one episode of uh, Adam ruins everything on true TV or whatever that like goes like a deep dive in this whole water myths and things like that. But the long and short of it, the long and short of it is most research says that people probably don't drink enough water on it, like surveyed on average um, and just drink more water and you'll probably be okay. The other thing I would say is if you eat, uh, I know we're going to talk, one of our topics is going to be nutrition spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, if you do eat a very like home cooked diet, that's like most of the stuff and you've cut out processed foods and you've cut out the like salty foods and other things like that. Um, most people, even if you salt your food to taste, it's probably, and you, if you're active a lot through the day, especially if you're getting a nice workout in, build up sweat, you're probably not getting enough sodium in your diet. So there's, uh, quite a few guys, uh, that I've seen that I'll highly recommend, um, for, uh, some of your water drinking water, um, to just salt your water to taste, 
with either like regular, basically regular table table salt. There's a debate on whether you do ionized salt, not ionized salt. And there's different differing opinions on it. Um, Straight up sea salt, only thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> some people have, yeah, some people have different debates on it. But like, these, I'm just the, injecting the short, an opinion. What's that? I'm just injecting an opinion. Of course, of course. I don't. I mean, my opinion is use less salt. Oh, there you go. Okay, are you supposed to ingest blessed salt? Yes. Okay, there you go. Moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's salt. Um, but no, it's fantastic for helping you actually like the water. Um, if you don't if you don't have the right amount of potassium sodium, the water can't actually get into your blood cells to actually like tra- be, the stuff can't actually be transported so that waste can be carried away or new uh, nutrients can actually get in to the to your cells. So even though you have water, you'd just be peeing a lot, drinking a bunch of water, yep. peeing a lot. So if you add a little bit of, um, if you have, the, just make sure that you have the right amount of pH balance um, and uh, electrolyte balance, which is there are also there are also recipes for how to make your own homemade electrolyte drinks um, out there that you can look up and find. You take water and you mix in salt and some other. Uh, ingredients and you stir it up and you drink it and it's very useful so it's basically bone broth um, isn't it no there's actually no broth it's straight up water and some other uh salt and a few other things that help with that um electrolyte balance my wife makes it i have not actually made it yet so i would have to look at the recipe the one that we use i think is called snake juice funnily enough um i think it's the most popular one out there but yeah, it's just water and some basic household things that you might find in your spice cabinet. Um, huh. Okay. You're probably- so that can help with that. It's better. Don't it's drink- a lot better for you than like Gatorade or these other, ener- you know, these other, uh, don't drink your calories, drinks, but no, it's don't, not, just don't, don't drink not, your calories. It's not drinking calories. It's literally just an electrolyte drink. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying Gatorade. Oh, you're saying Gator. Yes. Gatorade is drinking your calories. Don't um, don't drink your calories. So another like, thing, as much as I love beer, I shouldn't because right. don't drink your calories. Right. Sorry. Uh, another thing, and I don't know all the science behind this, but we worked with a nutritionist a, a, a while back, and she always said that you were, as far as how much water you should drink, uh, the, the rule, the general rule is you take your body weight cut it in half and then you should drink that many ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should be drinking hundred ounces of water a day. And if you get extra activity, you should up that to make up for the fact that you're losing more water through sweat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was the rule that she gave us. I, but I, I'll be fair. I don't know the full science behind it. Man, I, that's an interesting number. Cause like I've been, <clears throat> I've been tracking a little bit more of my water drink. Cause I got, um, um, they turned off for the, they took off the drinking fountains and like, so like right. to, in order to get water, I have to go like two full, two levels down uh-huh. in the school to go to the water, to get to where there is water. <laughs> um, so I just, I got a gallon jug and I put it in my office. <laughs> so my goal is like throughout the day, drink down this gallon jug. And that seems to be kind of a common thing too, amongst people that do the super fitness, or if you listen to the guys who've done these, you know, the actors and stuff who do the thing, get in really good shape for a movie. They always talk about the drinking a gallon or a gallon and a half of water a day is part of what they do. Uh, Again, I I don't know the full science behind it, but. Well, I mean, one of the things is you're so full of, you're so full of water. You don't have enough. You don't eat eat as much. But we're out of time. Next topic. Okay. Next topic. So the next topic is, well, it's labeled on here as 10,000 steps, but basically the idea is move. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, 10,000, I mean, it's a little ar- arbitrary and most people like I've heard like, yeah, get your 10,000 steps, get your 10,000 steps, this kind of thing. But now, I mean, um, I have the Fitbit. Yeah. Uh, my wife gave it to me a number of years ago. It's kind of fun to challenge yourself and see what you can do. It's nice mm-hmm. because it'll, the, the Fitbit will break down. It, it wants you to get 250 steps every hour. So at 10 mm-hmm. minutes before the end of the hour, so say uh, right now it's, 839 in 11 minutes my watch is going to vibrate and tell me how many steps i need to finish my 250 before t- uh nine o'clock okay that's pretty um cool. which which is kind of it's just a good reminder hey if you haven't gotten up and moved get up and move for a little bit yeah um walk around I, for a bit i like that <clears throat> i like that a lot so i mean sometimes when i'm sitting at my desk all like i have a sit stand desk or whatever and so like i'll set it to stand for a little bit um if i'm not doing like a high focus task kind of thing yeah um and I'll try to get up and I'll do like air squats and get up and move. Or maybe I'll do some push-ups or something, but like, mm-hmm. and get up and move. I mean, I do try to get up and move and stuff like that, but there's times I just feel like chained to the desk. Yeah. Get there, which is going to kill me. I know this. That's good. But um, I mean, cause most of the research that they talk, they look at is with like centenarians or whatever, like people who have the highest percentage of population that make it to a hundred years old. Um, it's people who move constantly throughout the day. So yeah. like, and people who often and most and most of these people who these cultures have cultures where people are going from completely standing to sitting on the floor a lot of a lot of time and they'll get up and down out of sitting on the floor um like you know dozens and dozens of times every day yeah so we think like in you know certain parts of japan and and other um countries uh that's what they do yeah well what i, what I find very interesting about that is my, my grandfather lived to 97 Okay. And he was a carpenter for most of his life. Um, he was a surgeon in the army prior to that. Cool. Uh, for World War II. But this guy moved all the time. I mean, that's he was always moving. And then when he was in his 90s, he ended up having a fall and he wasn't allowed to go home. And he just kind of started deteriorating. He wasn't moving. He he was in a wheelchair, you know, and Honestly, I'm wondering if he would have been able to keep moving, would he have made it to like 110? I mean, the guy no. just, he, he seemed like an energizer battery for the longest time. And no, it, it, those falls, those falls and those injuries and will really get you. And if you're not, if you're not absolutely insistent as an individual advocating for yourself, or you don't have like kids and grandkids advocating for you to get up out of your chair to do your rehab, to get out of that chair as much as possible, if they're in a care facility, it's not happening. Yeah. Like it's, well, it's see, and the problem is for him. It was, he didn't, he didn't lose his interest in doing his rehab until he found out they weren't letting him go home. If they would have told him as soon as you're able to walk around on your own again, you're going home. He would have been walking around on his own again in two days. I guarantee yeah. you that dude was a stubborn, stubborn man who found a way to get what he wanted. Yeah. And I, I remember this was not long before he passed away. I went down to visit him and he was saying the one thing that drove him nuts is he, he couldn't go hunting anymore. And I said, you know, grandpa, I think the shotgun might be a little rough on your shoulder and I don't know your wheelchair would do real, real well in the woods. And he said, well, that's not going to stop me from trying. It's fine. So, I mean, you, know, you set up a tripod. You set up a tripod. I mean, there you go. But I'm just, you know, this is a guy who is determined and, and, I, and like yeah there's you a stop kick moving out of and you go down you go downhill really fast you stop moving you go. you go downhill really fast yeah yeah okay all right i think uh 
We can cut this one. We can cut this one. All right. Next one. All right. We got more time. Yep. Okay. So the next one is uh, resistance, meaning you got to actually do some sort of resistance training. So I know we're big fans, or at least, okay, we big fans of lifting weights as our main mode of resistance training. I'm what are you going to be doing right after we're done here? Uh, putting some my weights? kids to bed and lifting oh, some weights. Okay. <laughs> um, probably in an hour or two, I'll lift some weights. Okay. Um, over there, uh, it's uh, either if I can do leg day, if I can if I can do leg day because I tweaked had a tweak in my knee, uh, I'll do some leg day stuff. Maybe I'll do some singer leg stuff or some rehab stuff, and then it'll be speed bench day. But um, we'll be doing uh, we'll, we'll be doing some resistance training, and the idea is that um, there are a myriad of untold benefits of strength training, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with you finding the one that you like whether it's the P90X, whether it's CrossFat, whether it's um, <laughs> uh, powerlifting, whether it's Olympic, uh, Olympic weight training, um, whether it's you're that dude on the internet who tries to get everyone swole by like gripping a towel really hard. You see, there's, there's this dude clearly, <laughs> clearly trying to like be a grifter, like a weightlifting grifter. I don't remember his name, where he's just like, you just grab a towel and you pull it apart. And then you, you just pull really hard and like, don't get me wrong. I understand like isometric holds like can be integrated into things and like isometrics actually isn't, like, but only isometrics and only with a towel. Um, <laughs> you gotta be nuts. You gotta be nuts. And for me, there's also, it's the most bang for your buck. <clears throat> it's also, it's also the most bang for your buck. So, you know, doing five sets of five, doing five sets of five on squat patch dead. going to be a heck of a lot more effective than you trying to get strong. Um, I don't do an air squats or something. You know, like, um, and even though I'll take the air squats, right. I'll take, right. Uh, I'll, I'll take someone to actually do those things and don't worry. I great air squats, but like, um, uh, it's going to increase muscle density. Cause one of the things you find is when you get one of the, one of the things like I constantly taught my car bot is once you get that injury that puts you down and bedridden for a amount of time. So you get be able to get back up on your feet, you lose a lot of muscle mass and strength by having to be completely still. Mm-hmm. And if you have, if, if you lose, if you have a lot to lose, that means you still have the strength to get up and get moving again. Right. Um, and so like, I, I completely, like, it's just, it's like, it is, it is essential and it has to be like, and for me, it has to be lifelong and it has to be lifelong. There's, there's no point in time where you could stop doing it. Granted, there, I think there's ways to just train smarter, older. You may not be able to do as much volume. Um, mm-hmm. If you just focus on like, uh, and, and your it, intensity might need to step down. But it like, doesn't have to even be focused on volume. Even if you're not older, the idea is just do something, move some weight, whether yeah. it's your own body or weights or resistance bands, or you're picking up a couple of gallon jugs full of water. I mean, something, move it around and do something with it to get those muscles engaged and to just let them do something other than move air or your <laughs> bottle of beer. Yes. No, no more, more than the 12 ounce curls. You gotta do a lot more yes. than 12 ounce curls. Okay. I don't know if you have anything else. Cause we can cut short again. We're going to speed round. I, I don't think I got anything else. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I would say pick up heavy things and put them back down again. That is something you need to do. And 
you'll never not want to do that because you'll be able to want to pick up your grandkids and your great grandkids. Right. And be stable. I still Uh, love that video. Love that video. It's on our Facebook page. Go look at it. Moving on. Next one. um, Next category, which I'm probably like is the one that like most people don't like. (laughs) Right. And it's, we had, uh, we had Tyler come in to talk about this one with us. Yeah. Uh, last year, we were going to try to get him back in again to talk with us some more because yeah. I absolutely loved having him on. He is so knowledgeable in this, but it's mobility and balance. Yeah, because uh, if you think about if, if if you think about the healthy living and aging and stuff like that, it's not just being able to pick up weight eight like weight weight from the floor and up, but to be able to do something with it and remain stable when instability hits. Cause like most of the time, like you were talking about your grandfather, who's declining, it's who, who declined after a, a hip fall. Hypothetically, maybe if he had a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more mobility, the slip trip fall was, wouldn't have happened. Right. Maybe. I mean, uh, but so, you know, sometimes as, it just happens. As we get older, uh, we lose mobility. That's just, that's part of getting older but you don't have to lose as much as we tend to um you know today i was putting my daughter in a cart at the grocery store and her leg got put in the wrong spot and it didn't go through the hole and the next thing you know it's kind of cockeyed goofy all up underneath her and the employee there just looked he goes thank god for childhood flexibility and you know but when we're born, we have, she didn't even notice. She didn't care. If my leg had been in that position, I don't know if I would have walked for the next 24 hours. I mean, yeah. it was my, my, my body doesn't bend that way, but I, and it, yeah. I and mean, you, you look at the, I mean, look at other cultures who maintain their mobility and flexibility is a little bit more important thing. Like um, squatting. If you know those people who can basically squat, but to grass um, and who do that on a regular basis, who, who sit in the squat position, who will do work that's, in the yeah, squat position. That's their position. That's yeah. That's where they work. I love the old uh, they... photo of like the, like old, it was an old timey uh, sniper position. It's also, which was in the, it was a full squat where your back of your thighs are on your calves essentially. And your butt's almost all the way to the ground. And the, um, butt of the gun is up on the shoulder, but then it's, uh, instead of on a tripod, it rests on your front knee while you're in a squat, which mm. apparently was like some old timey, like train like one of the spot sniper positions they would train. Like, so, cause you could just crouch down, get a little extra stability by putting the gun on your knee and then stand back up again and move. Hmm. As you take the shot. We have a, we have a kneeling position. That's not, that's still used. It's not too far off from that, but it's definitely not a squat. If you have a knee on the ground, you have, you have one knee on the ground and the other knee up and you're resting the firearm on it. Your, your arm is resting on your knee holding the firearm. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, not that it's just squat. Right. It's interesting. Um, I, I, I gotta find it or whatever. It was just like an interesting thing to look at. Like they were like, they, I guess they, they stopped doing it probably because like not a lot of people did it or maybe they found a more effective way of doing it because you know, that's what you do. You find better, more effective ways to shoot accurately right. and quickly and then get up and move. <laughs> so um, make them more dead anyways. <laughs> but uh, back to the balance issue, I think um, 
like the the place where people get hurt you think about um like how many of us have had to go out and shovel snow and like we haven't done like a quarter bend with a twist when like moving snow and like you want to use like full core muscles rather than just heave it with your arms because your arms and yeah. shoulders get real tired if you're just using just arms and shoulders. So, and then all of a sudden you feel your back tweak. Yep. You know, or you just, you feel like, you know, or it's on fire. Some, some <laughs> like, people may have experienced that today here in Minnesota because this was a heavy snow. I guess I wasn't like, I don't know. My, I guess my wife and kids did it. Cause like one of the things my oh. kids got for Christmas, uh, for Christmas presents was shovels. Um, okay. <laughs> You also don't have a huge driveway. Well, not, no, not, no, not particularly, but it's, I mean, right now it's, it's on a, they redid it. So it's on a nice angle. So it's like a nice 30 oh, okay. degree angle and it's like a sharp angle. So like, I was going to make sure it's, it's nice and safe because you know, kids, right. wife, um, and all that jazz. Uh, but no, I, I think it's very much. Oh, run out of time. Next topic. All Sorry, right, guys. Next topic. We'll have to do some. We'll have to talk to bring Tyler Yearby, right? His last yep, name is Yearby. Tyler Yearby. We'll bring him yeah. back. We'll bring him back. We'll do a lot more on like mobility flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last topic of the evening. Ooh. Nutrition. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Last but most definitely not least. No. This this one I would say is probably of all of them the most important because it affects all the others. It's an interrelated system. They're all play a part because I because I find like if you have a bad night's sleep, um, or if you didn't get enough rested, uh, and you've been up or really or if you're up really, really late and you haven't gone to bed, like your body gets hungry again. And so it wants to like satiate these, all these calories and stuff like right. that to make up for the yeah. lack of sleep to like make up the energy and then you overeat. So if you don't get good yeah, sleep, you're going to overeat. That's true. But However, overeating can also make it so you don't get good sleep. This it's is a vicious true. cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Or eating bad food can make it so you don't get good sleep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. or even just eating the wrong food, I mean, can make it so yeah. you don't get good sleep. If you're not well, if you're not well hydrated, you can get really bad headaches and get really stiff and sore muscles that make it hard to get it um, to mm-hmm. get enough sleep. If you don't eat well, the high, <sighs> yeah. So it is all very the middle of the night weird. cramp. Oh the my god! Oh, cramp. those are the worst. The yes. absolute worst. The like Charlie horse. Mm-hmm. It just oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nutrition is so. Your weight is primarily affected by nutrition. Your joints. If you want to have mobility and balance. You've got to have good nutrition because you get inflammation in your joints from eating bad food and suddenly you don't have that mobility or balance. Yeah. Uh, you want to not hurt yourself doing resistance training or you want to actually have the resistance training do something as far as effectively growing muscle. You've got to have the right nutrition. Yeah. Um, if you're going to be moving around enough, you got to make sure you're, you have the right nutrition. Yeah. Um, it's just so – if you're drinking too many of your calories – <laughs> so um uh so basically I, there's so many different theories and like we've talked i guess like we talked in our other like nutrition episodes about like everyone's got a different theory about what makes proper nutrition proper nutrition and what that actually looks like and i'll say that um the short end of it if you're just starting out or if you need to just like re re like ground yourself reground yourself is count your protein 
count your protein, especially if you're trying to, if you're getting good, if you're getting good training in, count your protein, um, try to get, you know, one gram, one, uh, either 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass. So basically take your weight, your BMI, figure out the difference. And that's your lean body mass, figure out that it was your lean body mass and then um, shoot for that. And even, then I think even more basic than that, if we're yeah. going to really get back to basics, if you're just trying to actually have a healthier daily diet, we're not talking diet as in this is going to be my diet for the next 90 days. No, I'm talking if you're just trying to get into a, a healthy diet that you can maintain, start with trying to eliminate processed foods. Okay, well, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Whole foods. So go with, go with natural foods, vegetables, uh, fruits, meats. Try to, not that you have to eliminate them altogether, but try to, try to avoid breads pastas, these different processed foods, anything that comes out of pretty much anything that comes out of the freezer aisle. <laughs> it's probably unless it's frozen vegetables. I'm sorry, the frozen it's vegetables. Probably like, processed. All about the frozen vegetables. Yeah. I know like kind of problem, you can like, keep them they're longer, just too convenient. Yeah. I I definitely prefer fresh, but uh you can do frozen vegetables. They're they're still very good for you, but th- that's one of the few things in the freezer aisle that's not going to be processed. And again, that's not to say that you can't have some of those things in your diet. Enjoy a bowl of ice cream on a you know the a Saturday night or a Sunday night or something like that uh, after days. dinner as part of yeah as part of your 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 dinner or whatnot as for dessert. But just don't make it the norm. Um, Get, make it so that your norm is whole foods. Yeah. Um, if you're already doing that and you want to make other steps, uh, then you can start getting into counting protein and counting some of these other things and uh, focusing more on that. A, a simpler thing even there that I heard. And I actually want to get your thoughts on this because I heard this this week and I, I had not heard this before, but it was a very interesting thing to me. And that is uh, put your, your food in order. So they said, put your protein first, eat your protein Mm-hmm. and then eat your vegetables and then eat whatever processed foods you might have as far as breads or anything like that with your meal because then you're putting in the good food so if you run out of room you've got the good food in already and i thought well that's an interesting way to look at it well and if you want my opinion on that you'll have to join us next time on another episode because oh, we are out of time, out of time. So and we are being strict <laughs> about this because we have other stuff to do. We love you guys, but we also tend to talk too long. So this is holding us accountable and keeping this is us account- this to is a more reasonable time frame. Strict rest interval, rest periods, and things and such. So uh, with that, you can find us on the internet, emailing us at prayer and pushups podcast at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagrams at Prayer and Pushups, and all those things. You that's the way you find us. We got our website, uh, prayerandpushups.org.org. Oh my gosh, I'm actually getting it right. See that we had something new, and it just throws me off. I'm still not there yet. Um, like back when they added, it's back when they had like the changes. They did the reforms to the mass, and everyone was like, you know, and also with you, it's with your spirit. <laughs> I remember that first Easter, first Easter after they made those changes and it being like, the, I being the proud guy. Cause I, like, I was one of the people that knew how to say it right. Anyways, <laughs> um, anyways, 
Oh, so um, you can find us on those uh, internets, and you can also find us uh, lifting weights in our gyms when our true. wife and kids are sleeping. Uh, <laughs> it is true, whether before they wake up or after they've gone to bed, one or the other. One uh, or the other. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, hopefully this gave people something to think about as far as the basics of uh, living a healthy life physically. Uh, we will be back next week with the basics of how to live a healthy life spiritually. And then you combine the two together and you end up with weighted prayer walks in the morning. Uh, <laughs> that being said, until next week, keep up with us on social media. We will see you soon. God bless. Let's get out there. Let's live intentionally. <laughs>